This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. Project Humanoid. This is Murder, my dude. I'm BP Burke. And today I'm Jackson Wells. How long are you going to be Jackson Wells? Just today or is it going to be a... Uh, maybe future? maybe future episodes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Usually I'm the man of a thousand names. Well, I guess that... Well, that is one of my thousand names. Yeah. Yeah, so... There's a cap, by the way. You're not committing to it? Just... Yeah, the cap would be a thousand. The cap is a thousand. I can't okay. go over... If, the, if, if a new uh, name comes in, I, I, have, a, I have a list. Mm-hmm. And uh, if a new name comes, I have to knock one of the other names off the list. Is your list at a thousand now, or are you still adding to it? No, I'm at I'm at a thousand. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what name is on the chopping block if you come up with a new one? Like, what's going to be the first one to go? Jackson Wells. Oh, man. Yeah. Can it come back at a later time? I don't know. Or is it gone forever once it's gone? I think it's kind of like we. Re- I retire it. I say we. It's me and the other names. Uh, I retire it like it's uh, like the... Ben and Jerry's Graveyard. Okay. But I guess you could have one come back from the yeah, dead. Yeah, everything gets reborn. I mean, it's now. mine. It's me. It is. Jackson. It's yeah. too long. I'm just going to say Jack. Okay. Jack and BP. All right. What let's... does BP stand for? It's my, just my name. It's well, initials. Yeah, but I mean, what's it stand for, though? I would rather not say. What's it rhyme with? Brian. The B name rhymes with Brian? It is Brian. It's Brian. Yeah. Your name's Brian. It is. Well, I know your name's Brian. Yes. Like, but I knew the secret. Now you've now you've revealed my horrible plot. Well, you've actually revealed your horrible plot. <laughs> it, that's why it was a horrible plot, because oh. I revealed it immediately. Okay. All right. So this is Murder, My Dude. Welcome to the show. Where we kill, sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes we get killed. Right. But it is about murder, both fictional and real. And that's not just true crime, but actual crime, movies, TV shows, even horror. Because I don't know if you notice this, but a lot of horror movies, people get killed. They have murder. They a lot of them have murder. Yeah, most of them have murder. Right. We could even talk about some hip hop songs. Yeah. Some hippity hops or like old school country songs about outlaws. Right. Shooting, Shootings. shooting their way through towns. And, right. Yeah. Dag, daggummit, daggummit, gum, shaman. I've been playing entirely too much Red Dead Redemption 2, so I'm all about the outlaws right now. Yeah, it's funny because I I said to you that we, uh, so Nate and I used to do a show called Smoke Wagon. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, and, uh, we used to do a show called Smoke Wagon that was based on the Old West and that, that type of lifestyle. And I kind of got out of it a little bit, or... I don't know, maybe taking a break from it, I don't know. But uh but I kinda yeah, I, I I got out of it for a while and then you you were never really into that style, I don't I don't think. That uh, No, not really. That that whole motif. I got into the first Red Red Dead Redemption game. I, I enjoy the games and I enjoy that But not the culture. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's wanna I don't wanna go go like eat beans out of a can and Yes, that's my dream. Yeah. 
That literally, that's my dream. I I've always had this dream to where uh, I'd be dressed like Paladin from Have Gun Will Travel, where I'm just like all black. Was he one of those ones that didn't kill people, or did he kill people? Uh, you know, I think I, I don't know because it was it was in the fifties, so I don't know if they were no, because they, they let you kill people in gun smoke. And yeah, shit. yeah, you didn't, you couldn't show like a grisly murder. You'd never really show the aftermath, but you would see a guy get shot and go down. Right. Yeah, I think um, I think that he would try to just like I don't think he wanted to kill people. Yeah, he was more of a a white hat, right? Yeah. No, he it was a man in black, like but, Superman. Yeah. Like Superman didn't want to kill. Mm-hmm. He just wants to stop. Um yeah, so or like Poirot. Yeah, like Poirot. So but but I, I always dreamed of of dressing like in all black, you know, I'd have my hat, I have my horse, tie my horse to a tree or whatever. Wait. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just still Poirot. Stuck on Poirot. No, 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 no. Let's just forget that. We'll get okay. we'll jump into that later. All right, one I love Poirot. One one murder thing at a time. Yes. So so my yeah, my that, that was my dream, like I'd, I'd lean against a tree and have like one foot up, you know, like one foot planet, like the soul planet where, where your knees bent up and then your other legs out. I have the hat tipped over. I have like a piece of straw hanging out of your mouth. Or yeah, something. sure. Sure. Whatever. You know, fucking eating beans and potatoes. And, and if somebody says hi, I just go. Mm. No, I think I, I go hi. I just you want to go howdy. No, just hi. I would say, how are you? I'll go. I could do the whole Philly thing. I could just be like, yo! Yo. <laughs> but I I think... Giddy up, but, but if I was like that, if I was that cowboy type, I'd, I'd want a grittier voice, you know? Yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd probably would have like... Yeah, I probably would say howdy or... How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm Jackson Wales. Jackson Wales. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I might retire that name, so yeah, yeah. I'd have to come up with a new that's like. That's right. It is the chopping. Maybe when you come up with that name, that's when Jackson Wells goes away. Right. Yeah. I come in. Uh, be like Guy Wayne Eastwood. Yeah. There you go. I'd, I'll have a phrase really, and like I'll I'll say something like like I'll like, that's the sauce boss or something like that. Yeah. No. I'm like oh. ain't that a pity? Ain't that a pity? I like that. Yeah. Ain't that a pity? Ain't that a pity? We like. So your hat got shot off by the Indian. Well, ain't that a pity? You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. I don't know if we're well. We are. Are we allowed to say Indian because we're at that time we're going back to like eighteen hundreds, yeah, early nineteen yeah, hundreds. It's a period piece, so I think you're okay. Okay. I don't know. If, I think you can also say engine if you really want to. Really? I think you could say engine. Okay. Because it's 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 being historically accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, for you, I think, like, the two characters that have stood with you for, like, a long time are Paladin yeah. and Michael Myers. Because so I know you were super excited for that new Halloween. Yeah. And you went to see it. I did. Ago. And I did. I So I, I go yeah. to this, uh, I go to a theater in a town called Wyomissing, Pennsylvania. And Wyomissing is, um, it's right next to Reading, PA. Uh, it's the town Taylor Swift's from. Okay. Taylor Swift's from Wyomissing. At least I think I think I've read that. Noted murderer Taylor Swift. Right, yeah. Uh she is from that area. So yeah, I I travel down there. It's about forty five minutes away from where I live. Um and uh we go down to this and the theater is really cool. They had like this huge menu. They have uh their uh recliner uh love seats. They recline like you can put your feet up? Yeah, yeah. 
hold that thought. We'll get back to that at the very end of the episode. Okay. Keep that in mind. So, uh, they have these trays that, like, swing in front of you. Oh, wow. Like a little table, you know, with a cup holder. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's super comfortable. They had, there's also, like, in the, because they're love seat recliners, but they have that, uh, that middle section, like this, to separate. Right. Uh, and you can put that up if you're with your main squeeze. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. If you want to, if you want to get down a little bit. Yeah. If you want to squeeze your main. Yeah. And there was a horn outside. Yeah. So I went with my um, ex-girlfriend. Okay. Horn. <laughs> They're really excited about my story. It's like the price is right. <laughs> Gentlemen, do I have three numbers right? So I I, I, I go there with my, uh, my ex-girlfriend. I, I really wanted to go. Uh, she didn't want to. We went and, um, but it was nice of her. She, you know, she, she accompanied me. To see it. Uh, anyway. And you loved it, right? The two of you uh, loved it? No. And that is why she's your ex-girlfriend. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. That's not why. No, listen. So, I've been wanting to see this movie for... Since I heard about it. Yeah. I'm a huge Michael Myers fan. I remember when... Uh, like... I know... I think it was like... Oh, gosh. 17... I was 17 or 18. So, this is 97, 98. When Todd McFarlane came out with the the line of toys, mm-hmm. the, the Michael Myers right. action figure. We had my dad drive me to, I think, I don't know if it was Springfield Mall or Granite Run Mall. I think it was Granite Run. And we went there, and I believe, man, I could be way off. Did you get shot? No, I didn't. Then it was probably the Granite Run. It was Run probably Mall. Granite Run, not the murderous Springfield Mall. We'll cover that on another episode of Murder, my dude. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. If you want to know about <laughs> the saga of the Springfield Mall. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, my dad took me out there. I got that Michael Myers action figure. Oh man, it was fucking badass. I I remember my friend gave me uh, my friend Amy gave me the producer's cut for Halloween Six, like this bootleg fucking VHS. And I think one, it was VHS. That one was the Curse of Michael Myers. It was the Curse right? of Michael Myers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the one where it had the Curse of Thorn. Right. Look, so. Before uh, Mustafa, or Mustafa, as they call him, Mustafa, Mustafa Akkad, who produced a lot of these... Akkad. Huh? Akkad. Mustafa it, Akkad. It's not Akkad. Oh, okay. It's Akkad. Uh, before he died, he said, as long as Michael Myers uh, makes, like, as long as they make money mm-hmm. in the box office, Michael Myers... M- who? Michael Myers. Michael Myers, not Michael Myers. Michael Myers? No. That was a character that didn't get off the ground. Right. Uh... As long as Michael Myers makes money in the box office, he'll he'll continue to live. And and that's true with everything now. Like, literally any franchise, that's yeah. true now. But it, horror really started that. Horror really started the endless sequels. Yeah, so, like... And it's it's funny, because then you had... What? You had Halloween H2O. And you had Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection. And then they were, they were supposed to do, like, Halloween 3D, I think it was called. Okay, that fits in. Yeah, that was when the 3D thing was starting to get really big. Like yeah, the, they they like had 2000s. they had a thing where it was like it, they had some like contests when if you win the contest you you'll have like a walk on spot. Mm-hmm. But they never ended up going going forward with the Halloween 3D thing. But they did, however, do Rob Zombie's Halloween. Right, he did two of those. He right? did two of them. Yeah, which were not what I like because you. <sighs> If you're a Rob Zombie fan, you'll probably like it because it's you know his work is like like if you ever if you've ever seen 
House of a Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects. I liked Devil's Rejects. I did. I did not like House of a Thousand Corpses at all. Really? I think that guy that Honk did. He was trying no. to be. He was trying to like censor you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's uh, what happened. No, I, I'm about I, I, to open the window and just scream, "Fucking come out of your house, assholes!" <laughs> I uh, I wasn't a big fan of House of a Thousand. I'm not a big fan of like that whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, like, crazy I'm not, I'm not either. House, yeah, right? I, the whole backwoods. Like, yeah. I grew up with that crazy rednecks. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I grew up with that going into the Poconos because anytime you start to go, go in the mountains, you're going to find crazy people. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, just real quick, little side story. I re- I remember, gosh, it was about 1998, so I'm eight years old, and uh, I'm up the mountains. That's what we would call it. If, if yep. you're from Philly, like I am originally, uh, you would say you're going up the mountains or down the shore. So anyway, we go up the mountains, and uh, it was it was me, my mom, uh, my dad, and my dad's best friend, Checkman. Uh, they both uh, passed away. Um, but anyway, we're up there and we go in this place that we would stop in every once in a while. And it looked like it was from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like it was, uh, run by a couple named Dave and Beatrice. Okay. And Beatrice just sounds like somebody would be in a, a yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And like account. Dave would come out, Not you know, with, so much. with the overalls and, you know, like trucker hat and shit like that, you know, mm-hmm. just, just look. And, uh. Did they ever say you ain't from around here, are you, boy? No, they they liked my they oh, liked okay. my parents, but they were like they were odd. They were odd people, and they were like everything was scary. Everything looked dirty, you know, like the old like the old like Coke coolers yeah. and shit, and uh, you know the big deep freezers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they went to get something like ice cream or something, and they opened up and there's just a dead pig in there. Oh, and my checkman would call my dad Rollo, right? Because my last. All right, we'll break down the fourth wall. We call him Willow. My last name is Riley. That's my real last name. Okay. Okay. It's not really Wells. Uh, I'm using Wells. I'll I'll explain. I'm using Wells. I'm using the name Jackson Wells because my name is Jack, and I, I don't know, just like Jackson for some reason. And I use Wells for Orson Wells, who is one of my heroes. Like I have a long list of like male heroes. Uh-huh. You know. And Orson Welles is on there. And somebody uh, once told me that I look like a young Orson Welles. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I took that as a compliment. I, I was like, wow. All right. I'll take it, man. Like, I don't see it. I don't see me looking like Orson Welles, but I was glad that I got that yeah, compliment. That's cool. Yeah. Orson Welles is really, really cool. So anyway, Checkman goes, he's like, Rollo. He's like, I don't know. I think we're next. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, they just kept making jokes that, like, you know, like, We're going to get killed and eaten here. Yeah, like, <laughs> like David Beaches are going to fucking kill him. Yeah, man. Uh, very creepy. But, I, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of uh, of, of that, that backwoods, you know, dirty yeah. thing. And, and, and the, original, the original Halloween was set uh, in Illinois, Haddonfield, Illinois, which, by the way, Haddonfield. Is in New Jersey. Is in New Jersey, right near Philly. Yeah. Because that's where Deborah Hill was from. And uh, she was dating John Carpenter. Anyway, so the original one was like the suburb of of Illinois. And, you know, it was a nice, clean, like wholesome type place, you know. Mm-hmm. And the movie was about suspense. Right. Right. Like it was, a, it was about suspense. It was not about the blood or gore or anything like that. It was just uh-huh. Michael was fucking scary. Yeah, and I think those are the best horror movies, the ones that are like I like those and I like the ones that have like almost a mystery to them, like Scream. Those are my favorite horror movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Well Scream's a who done it. 
Yeah, Scream is who done it. Yeah, who done it's in con movies. I know are yeah, they're my favorites. Cons, con uh, movies. Con who, yeah, both of those. Which one? If you had to pick, if I had to pick, probably who done it's actually. Yeah, who done it's my favorite. Yeah, Clue, Murder My Dad, uh, mur- Murder by. Murder by death. And murder this by is death. Murder my dude. This is murder my dude. Wow, I always get those two confused. Yeah. Uh, Scream is is really a uh, what was where were the other ones like Identity we used to like. Yeah, um, I know what you did last summer. Like Scream just lo- Scream oh, launched Scream. a thousand yeah. clones. Yeah, Urban Legend. Yeah, yeah, there were. So well, many anyway, Trick uh, or Treat is in that vein too, or not Trick or Treat? Why did I say Trick or Treat? Uh, Happy Death Day was kind of like that. Just it was a whodunit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is funny because like with that the face the the mask and stuff mm-hmm. um what was the one with uh our old weatherman dave roberts oh uh, valentine valentine Valentine's i liked day. valentine david boreanaz i don't think nice. anybody liked valentine, valentine was good and yet i liked it i like i like those i i wish that they would make a, a comeback i think happy death day was kind of it was it was like that. Now they're doing a second one of those. So. Yeah, hopefully maybe it, that does become a thing. Hopefully it reboots. But people are, you know, they're they're going to complain. Uh, that's the thing, though. We didn't have the internet really. I mean, we did have it in the nineties, but but you were you were. It was weird because you're like if I went on AOL, mm-hmm. I was talking to people from Philly because I went yeah. into the places Philadelphia right. chat room. So I wasn't really talking to other people. Now you're on Instagram, you're talking to everybody from all over and you're getting everybody's weird opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm in a I'm in like a, a little tight knit group of people and like half of them are from either Georgia or Canada. Which is strange. Yeah. It's weird it's like those two places. Yeah. yeah that's very strange. Um Yeah, I don't know man. I, I Yeah, we had the internet, but it's 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 like um it like reinforced local connections instead of being more broad at that time yeah yeah but i i hope i hope that that type of uh that type of of movie comes back but like so so the rob zombie comes out and he does his and i didn't like it because i was like this isn't there's no suspense it was like just brutal and you know Mm -hmm. they're focusing more on that white trash thing and yeah people like that and that's fine you could like that but i i didn't because i'm like that that's not what michael myers is supposed to be or at least that's not how i perceive michael myers and that's how i how i like michael myers plus i I think i'm kind of sick of like just people with tortured backstories i think one of the great things about michael is he didn't have much of a backstory did he um well it's been a long time since i saw the original no no the original one he didn't have a backstory he just you there, it was just like Loomis talks about, yeah, the you know the black eyes, the devil's eyes, and right. stuff like that. Because it was like this kid's just silent; he's just fucking. Yeah. It was almost like there was no rhyme or reason to his right. craziness. He was just fucking nuts, exactly. Yeah. And he he escapes, and he's like, "Bitch, I'm coming to kill some motherfucking babysitters," mm-hmm. you know. And gets then in his car, huh? Gets in his car. He gets in his car. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, he learned how to drive. Got his license. Yeah. They let him wear the mask. Good. Yeah, it's a it might be a religious thing, but you think well, you do find out that later he's in a cult by part six. Okay, yeah, the curse of Michael Myers. Maybe that mask is religious, like garb. Yeah, maybe they all wear it. Maybe that's why. Oh my god, theory time! Oh, I love theory time. Theory time. Maybe there are multiple people that are like that, and that's why he got like maybe he actually died, but there's another one. They don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah. Every Michael Myers is a new one. Just a different person from that cult. Yeah, kind of a like similar build. I mean, they kind of did something like that with, with, uh, with Jason. 
I think there was this like little demon thing yeah. that fucking came into the body and somebody else became Jason or something like that. I don't know. I don't I really don't follow Jason. And so I'm sure there's somebody listening going, that's not what happened. <laughs> you know, okay, sure. And guess what, guy or woman? I will never see I said woman because I'm on your side. First of all, thank you for listening. Yeah. We appreciate that you've been enjoying our podcast, I hope. Right. Uh I hope that you're never offended and I want to be your friend. Uh Anyway, one one of the Jason, or I don't know how many Jason fucking movies did that, but it's like it wasn't Jason anymore. It was this little, like, demon I thing. I think I remember that from, like, Jason Goes to Hell. It was something the weird. The Final Friday, whatever it was called. Wasn't there one where, like, a girl takes a fucking mask from a, a, a drawer or somebody takes a mask? I don't, I don't remember because I don't yeah. follow it. Like, I follow Halloween. Right. But, but I even started, I liked Halloween H2O and Resurrection. I did. I liked Halloween Resurrection. I know. And and so people are going to be like, well, how did you like Resurrection and then not like this one? Okay. So here here we go. So I go and I see Halloween, the new Halloween, 2018. Mm-hmm. Okay. Written by Danny, Danny McBride, McBride and all those people. So the new Halloween completely ignores anything that happened after the events of Halloween one in 1978 right it's like an alternate timeline right where halloween two through resurrection and the rob zombie halloween didn't happen eight well the rob zombie resurrection would have been eight but that's counting season of the witch which was right like no michael myers yeah so so this new timeline this new movie is is basically part two Mm -hmm. the new halloween is like the new halloween two which is funny about it, which is funny because they're just calling it Halloween. So there's Halloween, yeah, and then it's direct sequel Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it it, it, it you, you gotta give it some leeway though, just because I think the things that do this the most, as far as playing fast and loose with their continuity, would be horror movies, soap operas, comic books, and professional wrestling. Yeah, like they don't really care a lot about. Well, here's the thing, too. They things. already killed Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Yeah, in Resurrection. They killed, they yeah. killed her after two, actually. Oh, yeah. They yeah. kill her after two. She's supposed to be dead, but then you she find out... She doesn't want to do the movies anymore, right? I, I don't know. I'm guessing that's what it was. And right. so she, like, her character... Then you find out her character faked her death, and that's how she comes back in H2O. Mm-hmm. But then in Resurrection, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, uh, she gets killed for good. She's, like, dead now. Yeah, he, like, hangs her. She's in, like, a insane asylum, right? And he hangs I, her or something? Don't yeah. I don't remember. I thought she fell off a building. Did did she get hanged? Maybe yeah, something like that. Okay. Remember her being on a roof with Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that was stupid too. It was like, oh, the guy that she fucking kills wasn't him. It was, it was a cop, the ambulance driver. Oh, ambulance driver. Yeah, Michael like did a quick switch. And then I guess he drove the ambulance back because well, he, he could drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Driving Michael. Uh, did you have a theory? about michael myers i think you had a theory one time i did yeah i think you had a theory before about him driving no i, I don't remember no you didn't have where a did he learn how to drive though that's what i'm thinking in the in the asylum okay in the asylum and, and loomis explains that oh he does yeah oh wow yeah yeah loomis explains that i could have swore you had a theory uh, maybe he's taking an uber but there was an uber back then like like, no, if they said he's driving, he's driving. I, I I don't remember having a theory about it. Huh. You think that could happen? Like, how would that happen today? Well, no, it is today. He Because he drives in a new movie. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I'm supposed to tell you about the the new oh, movie. Yeah, you already told me. Yeah, about I'm trying to. Uh, I'm avoiding the new movie so damn much. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't want to think about it. Okay, la, so la, la, la. didn't happen. So, so unfortunately, uh, in in these events now, it does happen, and Michael Michael escapes. And spoiler alert: if you haven't watched the new movie, um, well, I, I'm going to tell you what happens. So. So the movie is basically about uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in her like fortified uh, like bunker basically compound. Yeah, it's not a bunker because it's a house. Yeah, it's but it's heavily secured. <laughs> well, to it's, a point, it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be. There's no way into this place. No, there is. <laughs> oh, okay. No, there is. So you can't just go through the door, but you have to find a creative way to get into this place. Well, hmm. okay. So. She has all these floodlights, she has all these mannequins where she's shooting, uh, you know, practicing shooting all these mannequins, mm-hmm. like, floodlights, I guess, to blind people, you know, if they're in her yard. Right. There's, I think there's gates and stuff like, yeah, there are gates, because the, they have these podcasters that, that in the beginning, so this, I'm going to, I'm going to be all over the place because it right. bothers me so much. Uh-huh. Okay. So the movie starts out, it's basically about these podcasters. It starts starts off with these podcasters. They say they're journalists, mm-hmm. and somehow they get Michael's mask from the. I think they said the DA or somebody. Right. Some I don't know who the hell it was, but somebody gave them Michael Myers mask. They just give serial killers masks out, or not? He didn't even kill. Was it a serial killer? No, because. Because he only killed people in the first movie now. So what was yeah. it? Five people he killed? Something yeah, like that would have been more of a spree killer. Sure. Serial killers, It's I think the rule for a serial killer is it's at least three people, and you have to have a cooling off period in between. If you kill a bunch of people at once, you're a spree killer. Okay. So for whatever reason, they give this killer this fucking... Uh, they give these people the killer's mask, and they go to where the killer is locked up now 40 years later... And they're taunting him <laughs> with his mask. That's not a good idea. No. No, it's not. And um, anyway, he's getting uh, he's getting transferred. <laughs> of course he's getting transferred. Yeah. Well, there wouldn't be much of a movie. Why would you want to transfer this guy near near Halloween? That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? Like It's like, this is the day that he did this shit. Why would you want to transfer him then? Why would you risk that? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, Oh, because the, the writers needed to work out, right? You know, oh, we're gonna transfer him. It, that, that's uh, the same reason you always take food around a mogwai after midnight. <laughs> it's the same reason why, because if you don't, you don't have a fucking movie. And then they have like his doctor is like, I'm getting on the fucking bus because I'm his doctor, and there's no way. And then they just let the doctor on the bus. I would have been like, no, you're fucking not going. Um, then you have Jamie Lee Curtis running around like oh, I'm a crazy old fucking cat lady without cats. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like she's like, oh, I got me shotgun, and just, she has this like, she has this fucking island in her, uh, like in a kitchen, like a kitchen island mm-hmm. that you hit with a an old like nineteen fucking seventies garage door opener, literally, dude. <laughs> and she presses the garage door thing, and then the, the thing slowly opens, and it's like, and it's like, oh my god, she has a bunker, and you, it's so she goes down these wooden steps, and it's just. A basement. Uh-huh. It's a normal, normal fucking basement. And you look up at the ceilings, it's just normal wooden floors, which I'll get to. Right. Uh, but she does have this thing where you press this button and this thing opens up and she's got like 
gun racks, mm-hmm. right? She has an arsenal. But there's nothing else in that basement. Like, it's like, there's no, like, safe room or anything like that. You'd think that that's what she's going to have, but she doesn't. Right. Uh, she does, however, have in, in her upstairs rooms this thing that happens later when Michael gets in the house, because Michael does get in the house. I'll get, I'll get to that. I can't where, imagine how he could. Where he, oh, oh, oh I'll, I'll explain. Um, where, she, so she's checking the rooms. She's like, hey, daughter who fucking I bicker with all the time, stay in the basement. You know, oh, my, by the way, the daughter the whole time's like, the house is a cage. It's a cage. It's a cage. She keeps saying all this shit. It's a cage. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is checking rooms. She's like, check and then she goes out of the room and hits this button and boom, these fucking like gate things come down uh-huh. like real fast because ooh, that fucking room's secure and she does that with every fucking room while michael's in there hanging around mannequins and then <laughs> like he's he's just i guess he's standing i don't know was he posed i don't know if he was posing a mannequin i but think his plan is to steal mannequins so he can drive on the carpool lane you think so yeah hmm so Anyway, they they tussle, and then they kept doing all this like weird shit throughout the movie. Where like, oh, there's you have Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, granddaughter too. She's the one being stalked, mm-hmm. and this like, and Michael's coming and like, uh, she's like the new Laurie. Yeah, she's okay. new Laurie Strode, and they're trying to pay. It's like oh, we pay homage to like all the different Halloweens and all this stuff, and it's like there, there's a thin line between paying homage and just reenacting all the fucking scenes yeah. because. When you have the the three kids walking down the street, it's like when Laurie and her friends are walking, and the one girl's like, "Totally, totally." It's just it's the same type of shit. Like right. the three teens. Did they play the Silver Shamrock song? No, but they had um, they had kids running down the street with the like masks oh, okay. on. That's awesome. Yeah, I think That's I think cool. they had all three masks. If not, I definitely saw two, but um, I'm pretty sure they had all three. Uh. They they did a thing where like a kid walks up to Michael and like look it's the same thing that they did in the first mm-hmm. one. They had a scene where uh, in the first movie Michael falls off the balcony and then when they look his body's gone. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis falls off and her body's gone and it's kind of like in the first one he's chasing them now she's chasing him. Mm-hmm. You know they they try to do that thing. Um, you have the the podcasters got killed really fucking fast it seemed like they were going to do something big with these people and, and it was like oh shit this is cool like they were going to build something up with it and then like it seemed like five minutes later they were dead yeah they were, i guess they were just there to start the wheels in motion with yeah with the story right and um they were there for exposition to build the world and then you have like like the doctor just like so the the bus flips over and then i guess like you have all the all the mental patients or all the crazy people are out just wandering around. You never find out what happens to them. Maybe um, it's gonna be a spinoff movie, <laughs> just based on those fucking. It's people. gonna be Michael driving them around. It's gonna be like National Lampoon's Vacation. Okay, it could be. They are gonna go to Wally World, dude. It was just, it was so bad. There's like so much to it. And then you had like they they had to do the babysitting scenes like they did in the first one. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, they're babysitting Tommy Doyle yeah. and the uh, the other girl. I forget what her Lindsay was. I don't. I don't remember what her name was. Um, and this one, it's uh, this little kid, uh, this little black kid. It was hilarious. Fucking, he really was funny in it. And but it was weird because of course they're gonna do try to do some comedy. 
Mm-hmm. And they had some comedy there. And then they had some comedy with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in the movie. Was, I can't remember what the actress's name is who plays her daughter. Blonde girl. Do you know? Or you? I, I don't. No, you don't know offhand. Um, her husband in it was pretty funny. At first, I literally thought it, the, the guy was playing Jamie Lee Curtis's husband. That's what, what like, like an age difference or something? It, yeah, he was like, he kind of looked. Like a like a Dan Castellaneta type. Okay. And so when you have somebody like that, you're thinking just older, like Jamie Lee Curtis's age. And yet, I think that... Oh, Judy Greer. Plays Judy Greer, that's yeah. it, yeah. From Jawbreaker. Okay, yeah. And Arrested Development. and Yeah. Actually, she has the same birthday as me. Wow. I, I just know that because like, there are not that many very, like, even remotely famous people with my birthday. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Oh, man, it was just like the the I guess I think the guy played Judy Greer's husband. It is the, the guy I'm talking about. He was pretty funny. Like he had some funny lines and stuff. But they they had a scene where he's in the house and he sees like the sheriff's car outside, and he goes out to investigate. And it's like no dummy, don't do that. And he goes and like the sheriff. I think like his face was all carved up like a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Michael took the time to do that. Like real fucking fast. He also took knife skills classes. Yeah, um, he was very busy in that asylum. And then Michael like kills the fucking dude, and then Jamie Lee Curtis is like, "Oh shit, I need to shut that front door." So she shuts the front door, which, by the way, in this fucking fortress of hers, is a wooden door with uh, two stained glass panes, like shatterproof stained glass, right? No, 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 no. Not reinforced? No, no, no. These were stained glass ones, uh, panes that got punched through by Michael so he can, like, grab Jamie Lee Curtis. When I first saw that door, when they first entered the house, uh, the podcasters, Mm -hmm. I look at that door and I go, oh, he's going to do something with that door. Yep. He's going to fucking punch through that door. Why else would they have that door like that? And, And to me, I'm like, that's bad writing because... You're using this, like, this gimmick door right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we have to have him do something cool, like punch through a door. All right, so we'll fortify the rest of the house, right. except the main part to get into the house. <laughs> yeah, you have to have your set pieces. And yeah, that, that's going to be the... To do their set pieces. The MacGuffin. There. That's not really MacGuffin. That's not a MacGuffin. Yeah, that's not a MacGuffin. It's just a... Uh... Stupid mistake. Stup- yeah. It's I an oversight. Oversight, yeah, lazy writing, whatever you want to okay. make it, yeah. See, I want to go with, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say oversight, but I'm like, no. I like, clearly had that planned, and it's just like, it's one of those things, well, he's got to get in somehow. Uh, so you have to have a weakness in the security. Yeah, right. But did it have to be so obvious? Why couldn't it have been like, like, the door was like fucking uh, eight inches thick, you know, <laughs> but but somebody just left it open. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Right. But you can't have like every fucking. Well, I guess that there was like a like a metal screen door thing that was obviously it didn't work. No, no. Just like bars behind it, even. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the door club. Because the door, she, the back of the door, she has a big club thing yeah. to fucking keep it like. You know, she, like, has, like, sliding bolts and all, like, 30 mm-hmm. fucking locks on it with two stained glass panes. You know what I mean? Not like the a, best decision. No. Terrible. Uh, then they do a, uh, 
they try to like hit you with a twist where the doctor fucking uh something michael michael gets hit by a car i think or something crazy and the doctor's riding with the sheriff and they go out and uh they they check on the uh michael and the doctor the doctor's like he's dead and the sheriff like comes in to inspect it and dude like hits this button on this fucking thing and this little knife thing comes out and he stabs the sheriff and kills him. Was the doctor an assassin from Assassin's Creed? It was like uh, a little wrist blade? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, damn. Uh, and he, he kills he kills the fucking dude for whatever reason. Then he has like... put He puts Michael's mask on. Maybe Laurie Strode's working for Abstergo Industries, and they're going to get her now. I don't know what that means. It's a Assassin's Creed thing. Oh, okay. We're back to Assassin's Creed. Yes. Okay. They should do that. They should do Assassin's Creed Haddonfield. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, so the dude puts it on, and and like, I don't. There was just weird shit. It was. I think that they were like, we need to have a twist with this doctor, and yeah. that didn't. La- that didn't last long. It didn't go anywhere because Michael fucking kills him, <laughs> and then stomps on his head. Yeah, because that character has to have no allies. Like Michael Myers doesn't work with a cohort. Yeah, he, he stomps on his head. But when he stomps on his head, it literally smushes like a watermelon. Ooh. Like, the inside looked like a slushy. No, but th- what I'm saying is, is if I stomped on your head, mm-hmm. I don't think your head you would... You would probably hurt your foot. I have a very hard head. You're, you are a very large-headed man. I was about to say you are Polish. Yeah. But that's what you thought you were more of. There's some there. Baltic, yeah. Eastern European. I know somebody's going to be like, that's racist. Irish. Everything's racist. You have a big fat Irish head. There we go. I think that's what you do have, the big fat Irish Yeah, (laughs) probably. Yeah. I'm fucking 99% Irish, so I could talk about the Irish. I'm allowed to. So he gets in through the door. Oh, yeah. He gets in through the door, all right. Gets in through the fucking door, and that's where I'm like, okay, uh... I knew they were going to use that door. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, this is just, just it's just awful. You know? Uh, I think the only nudity in the movie, if, I, if I'm if i correct, mm-hmm. you may have seen a, a nipple from one girl, but I think the only nudity in the movie came from when they were like, it was kind of like a flashback scene of the first movie. Oh, okay. Where Michael kills his sister. Mm-hmm. Judith. Right. It was just strange to me that, like, that's the only, like, nudity they were showing. Like, it was just strange, but I don't know. I just, I didn't like the movie. I, I thought it was, like, oversaturated with, with um, callbacks. Yeah. And it was, like, there, it was, there wasn't a real good story. Yeah, there's a line where, like you said, where you're just, you're doing almost, not a shot-for-shot remake, but you're doing... Less homage and more like, just look at this. We're doing the same thing. Yeah. And that's what it was. It's it's tough. I mean, the movie did well, so I guess people mm-hmm. liked it, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. And and it's funny because I, I asked someone on Instagram, I said, uh, you know, like, what, what did you think? And they were like, I love the original and this one just was not for me. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. And then I talked to Nate and Nate's like, oh, they're an idiot. Like, go see it, you know, and... and just so you can see how how fucking wrong they are, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so pumped, man. I was so pumped because I didn't think I was going to be able to go and see it in the theater, 
And uh, so I go and I see it and I was so disappointed. Yeah, it always sucks when you have that letdown. I was so disappointed. I, I couldn't believe, like, I couldn't believe that I was disappointed because I liked ev- I liked the stupid one with Busta Rhymes and everybody <laughs> hates when he's like, Sarah, <laughs> yeah, Sarah. They, were they like filming a reality show in yeah. the Myers house or something? Yeah, and he's walking, he's walking, like, dressed as Michael Myers, and you have Michael Myers following him yeah he's like shadowing him and you see but i thought that that shot was really cool at least there was a story there it was right. like there was a reality thing they came up with a different story mm-hmm. danny mcbride had nothing it was oh laurie's alive and she's going to try to stop michael right so they fucking finally get they lure michael to the house and then you find out like oh shit wait a minute they were calling it a cage she was saying a cage the whole time because she she felt caged in, right? But they lure Michael to the basement, and they hit this button, and all these spikes start shooting out, mm-hmm. and they trap Michael in the basement. And then the daughter, who kept saying it was a cage, mm-hmm. goes, "It's not a cage; it's a trap." Wouldn't that still be a cage? Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't they just make the spikes a little bit longer and kill him? Well, because they had all these things set up, like all these little. Uh, Things to, uh, I don't know what they're called. I, I I can't think of the name of them right now. But to, like, ignite so they could set the house on fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or you could just kill them with the spikes. It would have been a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they, they felt, though, that they, they needed to... Burn them? Burn them yeah. and really... Uh, and I'm sure it worked to stop them forever this time. Right, yeah. Because at the it's end of the credits... Like, it's making me... This is making it sound now like it's going to be... Halloween meets Home Alone. Were they throwing paint cans at him, too? I don't think so. No? No race cars on the floor? Mm-mm. No. But, but I, I, I left, because we got up and we just... Left? Left the theater, and, uh, but apparently, at the end of the credits, you could hear him breathing through Dude, his mask. Everything has a post-credits scene, though. Yeah. Everything. Well, that was always fun. Yeah, when you're at the theater, because you're everybody leaves, you're like, oh no, I'm staying. The Marvel ones do it pretty well. Yeah, the one where Howard the Duck shows up. It's 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 like the secret song on any yeah. any you know CD. Mm-hmm. You you sit around, and you're like, oh shit, there's a secret song. Yeah, you you wait for the post credits. Uh wasn't happy with it, man. I just really wasn't. I got that impression. No, and it, like it, like I said, for me, because I'm a big I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan, but I uh, I didn't like it. Well, anyway, I said uh, I brought up theory. I brought up theories, mm-hmm. and one theory, one thing we could have met you, know, we could have talked about with with that with uh, Michael Myers, like he took an Uber. Yeah, he took an Uber. He hailed a cab. Um. Yeah. I know we had something. I, there was something there before. I don't remember it. I- yeah, should have took a shot of them. Yeah, there was something there before where we had uh, Michael Myers. Like, how does he get to places? Yeah, you know. God damn, I don't remember what that was. It, it's no sense dwelling on it. Yeah, but you but, had a uh, theory. You said I. I have. Uh, I have a theory about shows. Okay. Right? Like, different shows, sometimes I have different theories. Fan theories. Fan theories are popular. You go on Reddit, you'll find oh, fan yeah. theories. Uh, right. I have a theory about one of our favorite shows, Monk. 
Okay, yeah, I love Monk. Okay. And, and the good cop, the one that just came out on Netflix. Yeah. Which same, has a lot of Monk in it. They right, have the dead life writer. thing, the dead... Same creator. Right? Yeah, Andy Breckman, yep. Yeah. Who is also from Philly. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he came up the whole... I think it was one of those things, that, and it's similar don't to, try to Don't try to put down, like, and, and don't try to take away the fact that I'm saying this guy's from Philly. No, no, I got it. All right. I got it. But there was this thing where I think somebody came up with the idea of a detective with OCD, and then... Breckman like really fleshed that. Yeah, out. his name is Poirot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Poirot <laughs> and Monk. Poirot. Yeah, of course there is. Like always, like especially if you watch the David Suchet Poirots and he's like rearranging stuff on a shelf or thing. Yeah, or just touching things like yeah. Monk would. But yeah, Monk is amazing. I love Monk. Yeah, he he has to have two eggs mm-hmm. of the exact same size. Yep. Yeah, he's and if he does, he can't eat it. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that was a big thing in the beginning of the Kenneth Branagh uh, murder on the Orient Express, with the eggs. That was, that was the first scene in the movie. Yeah. Well, that's because that's a thing for Monk, you know, in that book. So is your theory that or Monk, Monk uh, Poirot? <laughs> is that your theory that Monk is the like long lost son of Hercule Poirot? No. Uh, no, but I, I I do think though if they were going to, oh, they are going to. Uh, do a new Poirot if uh, that I I've always said that there are two people I would love to see play Poirot. Uh, one would be Tony Shalhoub who mm-hmm. plays Monk and the other would be Jason Alexander. Which is interesting because he was on Seinfeld with Michael Richards, who was the first choice to play Adrian Monk and he turned it down. Yeah, that's crazy. And then he wound up doing a sitcom called The Michael Richards Show, and I think he played a detective on it. Really? I think. I might be wrong on that. My my theory about Monk is that... Uh, so, so the show Monk, if you don't know what Monk is, it's about this OCD uh, former detective who former is... Former police officer. A former police... Police what? Police officer. He wasn't a detective? He, he was probably a detective on the police force. Okay. But he was on the police force. And so, but now he works, well, if, he's if like a consultant, he's a consultant. So yeah. if we're going back like 10 years ago or whatever, he's a consultant for in a San Francisco yeah. police department mm-hmm. and his wife, Trudy was killed. And so the, the whole, like every show is basically like the bad guy of the week, right? It's the murder of the week, show. but there's that whole, what's called the overarching. Yeah. There's like a, um, a long-term arc. Yeah. Right. Uh, plot. And he is looking for Trudy's killer, and, there, and like you know, every once in a while, there, there'll be something. Just like in the the show, The Mentalist, right? Yeah, the Red John thing. Yeah, Red John. They they did the same thing. But the interesting thing with that one is they did a season after he caught them, or like they 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 did a thing where they closed that arc, like halfway through the next to last season, mm-hmm. and then the Mentalist just kept going on for another season and a half, and they recap like it was like a new setting. They moved to like Houston. So I forget where the mentalist was set. Was that in San Francisco too? Or no, it was in California somewhere. It was in California. Yeah, it was in the California Bureau of Investigation. But they kept him. They kept uh, Lisbon, the uh, the main person. But they transferred them, and the other people were like guest stars mainly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, after, like they did another season and a half after he caught Red John and everything. And the one thing they did, like every episode title for the mentalist was some kind of play on red, until after. He he gets Red John, and then it became other colors. Really? Yeah. Okay, so in Monk, Monk also goes to a doctor all the time. He goes to a therapist named Doctor Kroger, mm-hmm. and the doc, the guy that plays Doctor Kroger, dies. Yep. 
Like died. a few seasons before the show ends. Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, he died. I think they did seven seasons of that, and he died after like season five or something like that. And then they, they bring in a new doctor, Hector Elizondo. Uh, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Hector Elizondo. He ends up playing the new doctor. Um, and then the show ends, and when the show ends, you find out, like, the next to last episode, they introduce this character, it's this judge, uh, played by Craig T. Nelson, and you find out Craig T. Nelson's the killer. Mm-hmm. He's the, he's the one that killed Trudy. He's the guy. Right. Which was a shitty ending, because yeah. it was like, what? This guy? You just introduced him now? It's not anybody we've known? Yeah, because the fun of those shows, at least for me, like, the fun of whodunits is trying to guess who done it and you can't just say oh it's going to be some and that's uh, it's it's just going to be some random guy who just showed up like in the next to last episode like they couldn't have guessed that so it, it, it should be somebody you know somewhere in the series like there's a there's this whole thing with mystery books where you have to they always say you have to introduce your killer somewhere within the first third of the book it can't just be somebody that shows up at the end yeah. Which is what Monk did. So my my theory is that Dr. Kroger was the and was the the person that they thought was going to be the killer. Okay. Or the the person they had in, in mind to be the killer. Mm-hmm. And then when the actor died, they were just called an audible. They yeah. were like, "All right, we'll just we'll just do something else." Right. I think it was one of those deals where where you have Kroger like he confides in Kroger and Kroger. I mean, he's the therapist, so he's able to manipulate Monk. Mhm. And I I don't know why I think I it just it just makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it's that it's that you want a better answer than what they had, and you want there to be a reason they didn't have a good answer. Because they're yeah, what they gave us was lousy. So it, it makes me think, okay, that's what they wanted. That's you know, they, they couldn't get that. Right. So they just call that all but then I was like, why couldn't they just make it Hector Elizondo? Like, why couldn't they? Yeah. Why couldn't they just have it? Maybe Hector Elizondo comes and because he's supposed to be a close friend of Doctor Kroger. Mm-hmm. Maybe he actually killed Kroger. Maybe they both had something to do with the death of Trudy. Right. And maybe Kroger felt like remorse because he got so close to Adrian Monk. Mm-hmm. His, his initial his initial uh, thing was to manipulate Monk and you know whatever, keep him close to him. You know, keep your right. enemies closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe that's what he was doing, but then he started to actually care about Monk as, as a friend, you know, Yeah. and felt bad about it. Maybe he was going to come clean and then you could have Hector Elizondo's character kill him, then basically take his spot. And now he's Monk's therapist. Right. And they didn't do that. Yeah. They just introduced a character I, 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 <laughs> at the it, penultimate episode. Yeah. It's mystifying to me how many... And, and for a lot of them, it's, I guess it's a thing where they don't know if they're even going to be able to last that long, but just plan it out anyway. I, I even think the mentalist kind of dropped the ball because the guy who winds up being Red John is somebody who's on, I think, the second or third episode as a guest star, and then he's not on again until the le- that the season where they, they close the arc. Yeah. But I mean, they, they got a great actor for it. Xander Berkeley's awesome. And, but, yeah, they didn't really, they didn't have that through line. It's weird. Well, like you know what you're doing. You know, you know people are going to complain. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they just. I, I think I think that's why you have to have it in your head what you're going to do before you do it. Right. And that that you have to really think these things out. Yeah, like this podcast. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, so every week 
on this podcast, uh, we're going to have a little fun with you guys and do uh, like like one segment like we just did. We'll do uh, theories. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be, uh, you know, any kind of theory, maybe about shows, movies, something to do with murder. Right. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a little segment called This Week in Murder, where we just see what's going on with death and murder and more of a true crime thing, more of the real world. I know we did a lot of fiction stuff here and just some things that have happened. And a lot of this stuff happens a lot in Long Island. You had like the Am- the Amityville Horror. That was Long Island, right? Yeah. And uh, so there's a story that came out earlier earlier this week about a guy named, uh, trying to find his name, Michael Carroll. I didn't know if that was the father's name or the, the guy's name. Michael Carroll grew up in Long Island and in Lake Grove, New York. And he now owns his family home. His father disappeared in the 60s. His mom died. And now he owns the home and he was excavating the basement at his family home. And just reading from the USA Today article, homicide detectives in New York are investigating human remains found in a Long Island basement, and the homeowner thinks they may belong to his long-lost father. So basically, this guy's father disappeared when he was very young. Uh, 1961, I believe he disappeared. Yeah, he went missing in 1961, George Carroll. And so Michael Carroll and his children dug up the basement... And six feet, eight inches deep into the ground, they found bones. And they haven't confirmed that it's his father, but that's what he suspects. Uh, It it says here, this is uh, from the USA Today article. It says, it was just always a family legend or lore that the father was buried in the basement since 1961. Uh that's crazy that that's a, 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 a like a legend. Yeah, you would have that would creep me the hell out. Yeah, you would have thought they would have had it checked or, out or something like that. Yeah, or if it was if it was a legend or lore, yeah, why wouldn't they? Because I, that that's kind of stuff has happened before, where it's usually when somebody buys the house from the previous family. I think there was a, a situation once where somebody bought a house that had a uh, like concrete thing in the backyard, and they wanted to put an in ground pool in. And when they went to excavate to put in the pool, they found a dead body. Right. That that happens a lot because people yeah. would just bury things like people in their backyard. Well, th- this isn't this isn't related to that. But I was watching an episode of American Pickers where uh, there was always this this I guess family lore, mm-hmm. family you know tale like that 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 the this guy's grandfather buried uh, an old Indian motorcycle oh, in the wow. yard and. They went to that to this house and they offered money to the people. They were like, "Hey, we want to dig up your yard because this guy's grandfather supposedly buried. I think it was like a car and like an Indian motorcycle that that and they ended up like finding the stuff. They they went and dug it up and right. They found stuff like that's always cool. But yeah, if especially if you think that you know, yeah, your dad's not Jimmy Hoffa or anything, but still, your dad's missing, and if there's some kind of rumor that he's buried in a basement, why wouldn't you check that out? Yeah. So, so who would have buried him? Maybe the mother? Like, it has to be somebody with access to the house. Right. Maybe, like, a family member? Maybe that's why they didn't really push it, because they didn't want somebody, they were protecting somebody? Like, maybe, and the guy who dug it up was a, was a kid when it happened. Right. But it has to have, it has to be somebody that had enough access to that house to dig a six foot deep thing in the basement. That's 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 crazy. But it also reminded me of something else I read, and I guess this launched earlier this year. And I'm gonna read it right from this thing. Have you ever wondered if someone has died in your house? Uh yeah. 
There is now a website, diedinhouse.com, where you can pay $11.99 and it will give you a report detailing any records found sitting there was a death at the address. Really? So basically, it's like a lookup thing where they will send you a record of any death that happened in a house. Right. Yeah, it's funny. My mom's house, uh, my grandfather died there. Yeah. And... uh, there was a guy who owned the house, I guess, back in the 50s or something like that. Mm-hmm. There was a garage that used to be in the yard, and the guy hanged himself in the garage. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, that's two deaths right there. It's a suicide and a natural death. Well, I'm, yeah, and well, I was going to say, like, the house I grew up in, like, when I was really young, my dad died there, but he didn't. He died at the hospital. Like, he got rushed to the hospital and died. He was pronounced dead there. Hmm. Yeah, it's It's weird. I used to get freaked out like uh, by stuff like that when I was a kid. When you know things uh, like you find out somebody died in that house, and it's like, ooh, I don't want to walk by that bedroom. Yeah, you know? what are they going to do? Pop out and go, ooh, yeah, I'm a ghost. No, it's, it's well, no, okay. literally, that's what I thought that yeah. would happen. But and uh, and then there was another thing this week as far as this this is actually involving a murderer. There was an execution in Tennessee. Oh, Edmund okay. Zagorski was executed uh, earlier this week. It was like late October, early, I don't know the exact date. It was November 1st he was executed. And it was the first time in six years that somebody in America has been executed by the electric chair. It was his request. Right. I guess you can request a certain method of execution, and he didn't want to be lethally injected. He wanted to be electrocuted. Yeah, uh, according to the CNN article, it says, by Tennessee law, any person convicted of a capital offense before January 1st, 1999, may choose electrocution. So, okay. So, so that's how he was that able to. That might have been to, what they changed. Yeah. I remember in the 90s when I was living in Delaware, somebody in Delaware, and this may have been the last time it was done in the United States, was killed by hanging. Right. And I don't know why he was able to do that, but he was executed by hanging. And then there was somebody at some point in the 90s that was killed by firing squad. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I... I know that people used to joke around about, you know, they should do that stuff on pay-per-view, but I I am totally against. Definitely. Uh, I'm against it because it's like, it's weird. I'm against the death penalty, but, but yet in like severe cases of people who like admit doing it and there's proof that they did it, I'm like, ah, fucking, you know what? Maybe the state doesn't have to do it, but maybe you could let the father, like if a child gets raped and killed or something like that, maybe you could let the father fucking blow their fucking brains out while you turn your head. But I I think like the point of the justice system is to take emotion out of out of the punishment process. Yeah, and obviously a lot of people don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um I don't want to see people die, but at the same time, I don't want to see people live that all they want to do is kill people. You know, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it kind of makes you seem like you're a hypocrite because, you know, you're killing the killer. It's like, oh, right. but you're no better, but you are better because. And you know that the, that there has to be at some point an, ex- an innocent person has been executed. They have medicine that, that stops cancer, right? Right, that kills cancer. You, you go through a process to kill cancer, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what these people think that they are. They're that process. They're right. they're the, you know, they're they're the radiation that uh, that's going to kill the cancer. Mm-hmm. And these people, these murderers, are the are the cancer, and that's what they think that they are. It's, you know, well, like I don't want to kill, but I have to kill to stop these 
you know, this person from killing a whole lot of people. I could, I could understand that. Um, sometimes, man, when I, when I end up reading articles about like little kids getting killed, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I would turn my back. I know there was something you used to say. Well, they would want me on there. If yeah, I would always say if if somebody just say somebody has a like a a five year old kid that gets killed, and they go and they shoot the the guy that killed their child. Yeah. That 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 father that went and shot the murder of his child wants me on the jury when he goes on on trial, because I'm like I don't know if the evidence is there. I don't know. I I think we should find him not guilty. Yeah, I I can't even read articles like that. I get. I get choked up, man. But this guy didn't kill... Zagorski didn't kill children. He killed a bar owner, a guy who owned a bar, and a, a guy who was, worked as a logger. He worked at, like, a, a, a wood mill, I guess, a sawmill. Okay. And he lured them into the forest or the woods saying he was going to sell them 100 pounds of marijuana, and then he shot them. And But the interesting thing, besides the fact that he was executed by electric chair... Is his? I don't know if there's exact last words or something he just said amongst other things before he was executed. He just said, "Let's rock, <laughs> right? Let's rock, let's rock." <laughs> yeah, and apparently he was like really somehow cool with the people. There's like, hey, you're just doing your job. No hard feelings to the people who worked at the prison." But I guess I'm reading this CNN article. Tennessee, it's, it's like nine states have death by electric chairs and alternative lethal injection. In 2004, Tennessee became the first state to make use of the electric chair mandatory uh, when lethal injection drugs are unavailable. And by Tennessee law, any person convicted of a capital offense before, like you said, January 1st, 1999, may choose it. And when they're saying about lethal injection dr- injection drugs being unavailable, that's become a problem in um, with executing people because a lot of those drugs, I forget what ones they use, I don't know if it's sodium pentothal or sodium something or another... A lot of the lethal injection drugs they use, they would get from Europe. And most, if not all of Europe, has now said the death penalty is barbaric. We're not animals. We're not in the Middle Ages anymore. We're not going to execute people. And, in fact, in some places like Germany and the the Scandinavian countries, like Finland, Sweden, I don't know the exact countries. Like, the most time you'll get for anything, even if it's murder, the most time you're going to get for something is like 21 years. That's like the top prison sentence they have in one of those countries. But they frown on the United States having a death penalty, so they're refusing to sell states execution drugs. Yeah. So they're looking to other things now. It's it's crazy because there's so many people that that will ad- admit to things that they didn't do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Confessions are not reliable. Confessions, well, that- eyewitness testimony are very unreliable. They have that whole series on Netflix. Yeah, the confession tapes. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, yeah. Think it's called it's a very good series oh it's it's phenomenal so yeah those are the murder of the week things and just kind of close out and do something fun here we're gonna play a little game okay i like games these aren't murders these are deaths okay but i want you to decide who died the worst okay wait 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 so that's what it's, that's what the segment's called it's called who died who the died? worst so we're gonna who died the worst or some something like that right yep Okay. We might just use that, what you just did. No, please don't. Okay. Uh, and then we'll, we'll have somebody, like, do some crazy, like, little sound bite thing, whatever. Who died the worst, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then we'll play that right before. 
We'll have to do that with every segment too. Like where were the, where were the other other segments? Murder right? of the week, Murder theories, of the week. theories. Yeah, and that's those are our segments. Not everything's a segment. Not everything's a segment. Okay, so how do we how do but we this play is this a game? segment? So I'm gonna we're gonna play a little game, and and, and every time we're, we're or bits, I think you were going. Yeah, we're gonna this is this is a game, and we're gonna have like three or four. Well, it's gonna be three. We're gonna have three connected methods of dying and i'm gonna let you decide which one is the worst which one's the worst okay and and this one's all about phones and the reason i want to do something about phones no is, is phone, because no oh go ahead the cake song <laughs> uh because we saw those that story about the indian couple who would always go on like these dangerous areas to take selfies right and it was like a thing they were thrill seekers and they would go out on ledges and go to these like restricted areas where they were like, on the edge of something. So it's not going to be called, like, the Darwin Award of the Week? No, it's very similar to the Dar- Darwin Awards. But some of these are, I guess they are stupid, but sometimes they're just going to be, like, unfortunate things, too. Okay. It's not necessarily, like, just people who died because of their own stupidity. So this is, this is again, this is dying, not murder, right? Yeah. Okay. There could be murders, but this is just dying. It, it could be anything. We'll, we'll All right, see, we'll who died the worst? Goes. And, and yeah, it's inspired by that Indian couple who fell to their deaths taking a selfie at the Grand Canyon. Okay. So, number one here, these are all about phones. Like, like phones are important to people now. Would you die for your phone? Would I die for my phone? Is that... That's my question. Would you die for your phone? No. I would not die for my phone. Okay. Wait, in what way? What do you mean for my phone? Would you risk your life to save your phone? I, I, if your phone was on a train track and you saw a train Oh, I, I see. I, no. You would just let the phone, the phone get hit, right? Uh, well, it depends on how far out the, the train is. Like, it's going to be touch and go. You think you can do it? If it's touch and go, no. Okay. All right, so these people, maybe they didn't, obviously, they probably didn't think they were in that much danger. In fact, I know they, I'm almost certain they didn't, but it didn't work out for them. Our first death comes from the suburbs of Chicago. Roger Miro from Palatine, Illinois, couldn't find his phone. He thought he'd accidentally dropped the phone down a garbage chute. So he got a key to the dumpster room from someone at the homeowners association where he lived. He lived in a condo. He went to the HOA. He's like, "Hey, can I get in the dumpster room?" They gave him a key. Went in. Uh, Miro's also legally blind, and there was a ladder. He found a ladder. He could see a little bit propped up against this thing. He thought it was a dumpster. So he climbs up the ladder, goes in the dumpster to look for his phone. It wasn't a dumpster. It was a trash compactor, and he was crushed to death. Oh boy. Well, see, he didn't know though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't like yeah, but he he thought he was going through a dumpster to look for his phone, and he got crushed to death because it was trash compact. Right, but he probably wouldn't have gone through it had right. he known the risk involved. And remember earlier in the show when you were talking about the reclining seats of the theater? I'm like, hold on. Okay, yeah. Number two is from England. Atif Rafiq uh, was in a brand new movie theater uh, called View Cinema in Birmingham, England, and they had Brum. these. Birmingham. They call it Brum. Brum? Okay, yeah, Brum, England. And these these theaters had what they called gold-class chairs, and they were these big recliners. Looked like big Lazy Boy recliners. Okay. And you could put your feet up and everything. Yeah. And they were electronic. Like, you could electronically recline it up. It wasn't like a lever. No, the ones that I was at was electronic, too. Okay, so they're probably very similar to this. And this guy thought he lost his phone, so he was looking under the recliner for his phone... And the footrest part came down, and his neck got, his head got trapped in the seat, and he couldn't get out. He was stuck in there for a while, 
And they wound up having to take the, like, just remove the recliner part from the chair. That didn't kill him, but the whole situation gave him a heart attack, and he died later of a heart attack. From the, the panic of being stuck, pinned in a chair. Wow. For for a while. Wow, uh, that, okay. That is unfortunate. Yeah, that is very unfortunate. I will not bring my phone to the movie theater. Speaking of unfortunate... Uh, the last story here is from uh, Zhangjiang City in Henan, China. Uh, a woman, and they didn't have any names in this story. It was I found a few different sources for it, uh, but there was no names given. A woman dropped her brand new mobile phone, which cost 2,000 yuan, or yuan, Y-U-A-N, which is the equivalent of about $320. She dropped her phone in an open pit toilet. Okay. Basically, it wasn't like a plumbing system. It was just like a, a tor- it was like a hole over a pit, and there's a cesspool under. It just has a that's how a they, lot of shit. that's how a lot of, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of bathrooms like that where you just shit into a f- hole in a floor. Right. Uh, so she dropped her phone in that shithole. Right. And so her husband went under the the, the shithole into the cesspool to look for her phone. Well, that's a good guy. It, it, he was a good guy. Not as a good guy. He was a good guy. What happened? The smell overcame him, and he passed out. That's a shitty situation. And his mother-in-law, the, the woman's mother, decided to go in after them to try to get him out of there. Uh-huh. And it's knee-deep. This cesspool is knee-deep. They were knee-deep in shit. They were literally knee-deep in shit. Uh. And she was also overcome by the fumes and passed out. So they were they were in New York? No, no, they were in China. Oh, you said ses. I'm sorry. Go Successful. Ahead. Uh, so then the the woman's father comes in and 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 they're all getting stuck. Or no, the woman goes in and she gets stuck too. And the father finally thinks, you know, everybody goes in here is getting stuck, so I'm gonna go try to get help. And they wound up having to tie a rope to somebody, and they were pulling everybody out. But unfortunately, it took over an hour for the medical team to get there. So the husband and the mother, the first two in, both died. Of asphyxiation because I guess the, the 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 fumes the the gases coming off of the yeah the 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 pool of shit close their airways. That's methane, right? It should be. There's things, other things too, and they basically died from. Well, wouldn't it be like if you have a uh, like carbon uh, monoxide poisoning? Yeah, yeah, pretty Would it be much something similar. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting oxygen. You're breathing in all these other chemicals. There's no oxygen. There's not enough oxygen in that air. Right. Yeah. And- that that is that is unbelievable. Yeah, I think there's an obvious winner this week. Would you rat? What would be the worst death for you? Crushed by a trash compactor, heart attack after having your neck pinned into a chair, or knee deep in shit and you pass out and die? Which one for me? Yeah. The recliner. Really? Yeah. Really? Over- because you- you're panicking at that point. Yeah. At least the other one, at least the shit one. You pass out and you don't know. Yeah, you're right, but I, I think it's just the whole idea of being knee deep in shit. But is that's the that's the knee deep in shit. But that's that. Yeah, that's more funny and and it bothers people that are out of the situation that's that are true. looking at. Yeah. But if, but I don't want my neck caught in a recliner and I'm struggling to get out, right. and then I feel that heart attack. I, I coming think on. I dropped something under that chair. Can you grab it for me? No. Oh. No. Okay. Please. I think we're gonna have to wrap this show up. <laughs> Are you that freaked out? I think we're going to have to wrap oh, it man. up. Oh, man. All right. Well, that that's episode one of Murder, My Dude. We'll be back next week with more murder, my dude. <laughs> <laughs>